last few weeks we have been studying about the characteristics of the early church. You know, we found several outstanding characteristics of and qualities of the early church as written in the book of Acts. The qualities of the early believers of the early church brought a great revival in the early church, especially during the time of the apostles. There was a great revival. The revival of the early church started on the day of its formation. In Acts chapter 2 we read when the church started and Acts chapter 2 starts with saying that they all assembled in the upper room you know where God called them to get assembled and end of the chapter 2 we read there are 3,000 souls got added to the church you know that was the kind of birth of the early church and there was a great revival it was not just the beginning of a church not just the foundation stone is laid and they were building the church the church is already built in one day and there was a great revival in the early church you know for any, any revival to prolong any revival to continue the church needs to constantly learn the word of God you know today we see there are many revivals here and there happening we see suddenly a church grows and then you know very soon we see the church is falling apart we see some of the men of God and, and women of God coming into the scene on the stage you know suddenly and there are many getting saved and there are you know services going on day and night all through the time and there are many people are getting saved and little later we hear that there is some issue there is some problem or there is an inter you know, interference of the government or something like that in their lives and then we find out that the ministry is falling apart so any revival to continue the church has to continue to learn the word of God continue to remain united continue to see the miracle working power of God in the church and they continue to share their belongings with one another and the possessions with one another we found the early church could do all those things you know that's the reason for the continuous revival in the church there were 3,000 and there are 5,000 and we see the missionary movement getting started from the early church the disciples were sent across the land and there are disciples the number of disciples got increased it was 12 and then it later it became 70 and we see the many more disciples are coming into picture and they were sent out to various parts of the globe uh, the preaching the gospel carrying the news or the movement of Jesus the Jesus movement was propagated uh, you know across the land during that time the church revival could continue to could prolong last week we saw the church was a sharing church the believers of the early church they enjoyed everything in common they were sharing and you know uh, doing things together we read from Acts chapter 2 44 and 45 let's read the scripture again Acts chapter 2 uh, verses 44 and 45 what of God says now all who believed were together and they had all things in common and sold their possessions and goods and divided them among all as anyone had need we find that they brought everything together they just sold their possessions and brought everything together and they were experiencing everything in common 
You know, this enabled the church to continue to remain in the ministry and continue to, you know, help the fire, uh, the flame of revival continue to burn and constantly that flame was burning in the early church. We found there are three reasons why could they could do that. They knew that every possession, everything they possess belong to God. They knew very well they are not the owners of any blessing they were experiencing on this earth. They were all given to them to manage. They were given to, given to them you know, to be a good steward over those you know, uh, possessions it was, they were given to them. Secondly we found out they realized that they are not supposed to set their minds on the things of the earth. They are supposed to set their minds on the things of heaven. You know, they, that, that's another reason they could just sell everything and put everything together and you know, help the ministry of God to grow. Thirdly, we found out they were not having the love of money. If they would have had the love of money, they would have sold their possession and put their money in the bank. But instead, they brought the money, everything together and they were experiencing enjoying everything in common in first timothy verse chapter 6 verse 10 we read the love of money is the root of all evil in hebrew 13 5 we read that last week let your contact be without covetousness be content with such things as you have right now in your life hebrews 13 5 jesus also said in first john 2.15 If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. We talked about that last week, week before. 2 Timothy 3.1-2 Also, word of God gives us a warning saying that in the last days, perilous times will come. Men will be lovers of themselves and lovers of money. Now we are living in such a period where people are not even, they can't even lose a single penny. You know when we go to any shop they give change. And when we give change, when they give change, you know we see a box, drop box there for some cause. And you know most of the time what is expected, at least you drop the penny there. And even when you want to drop the penny, we think for a while. If I collect ten of them, ten of them, no, I'm going to little make little money. If I have hundreds of them, I'm going to make a dollar. Maybe I don't want to just lose my money. You know, people don't want to just lose their money for anything. But early church, they were just bringing everything. They were sharing with others. And today we are going to see another important characteristics of the early church. The early church was not just a learning church. It was not just a united church. It was not just the miracle working power of God seen. It was not just a church where sharing things together. It was also a giving church. Early church was also a giving church, giving to the work of God. So today I'm going to talk about giving to God. Giving to the work of God. A church that gave to the work of God was the early church. You know, you may tell me or you may, you know, you may think that give, we are already giving to the work of God. 
we are giving our tithes and we are giving our offerings and more than that we are sending our mission offerings and we are sending our children offerings Sunday school offering we are all we classify everything and we send it and we give it and we put it in the box or we send an email transfer and they're saying that this is what is my offering and you can ask pastor what else you want me to give <laughs> I don't have anything else to give I'm just giving my level best to the ministry that is true you know when I really you know take the offerings and you know before I take the, them to the bank I just pray over it you know I really ask God to bless those who are giving you know because we know that we are giving to God more than we can we are giving to God more than you know God expects we are giving more than what you know we probably can give we are all supporting to the ministry but then what else is there to learn from here that a church has to be a giving church we are already a giving church and what else we need to learn you know giving is an important aspect our giving builds God's ministry on this earth you know that's the reason I feel again we need to know about giving we need to know how much is important today giving to the work of God because giving to God builds his kingdom on this earth the early church was a giving church let's read let's turn our Bibles to Acts chapter 4 verse 34 to 37 Acts chapter 4 verse 34 nor was there anyone among them who lacked for all who were possessors of lands or houses sold them and brought the proceeds of the things that were sold and laid them at the feet at the apostles feet and they distributed to each as anyone had need why did they bring the money when they sold the possession they brought the money to the church to the temple of God and where they kept they kept the money at the feet of the apostles and they just gave the money to God they gave the amount they sold to God and was 36 says and Joseph who was also named Barnabas by the apostles which is translated uh, son of encouragement a Levite of the country of Cyprus having land sold it and brought the money and laid it at the apostles feet Barnabas had a huge land and he sold that land he brought the money and put the money at the feet of the apostles you know as I read through the scripture I notice one thing no one was forced to sell their property nowhere we read apostles were teaching on giving and tithing and uh, nowhere we read apostles you know telling them encouraging them to go and sell their property no one was forcing them to sell their land and bring the money to the feet of the apostles but they were doing it out of love they had for Jesus they were just doing it because they heard them preaching the word of God and they just you know developed a love and affection to Jesus Christ and out of their love they were doing all those things because nobody is forcing them to do no one asked them to give you know all these believers saw a mighty move of the Holy Spirit when 120 received the anointing of the Holy Spirit now I was trying to understand what was really behind what was the motivation of such giving of the early apostles or the early church and I found out the reason all that the believers they saw is a mighty move of the Holy Spirit in the church and you know they heard a heart piercing sermon by 
Peter on that day and they were with their own eyes they are seeing 3,000 getting added to, to the church and they were seeing with their own eyes the 12 disciples you know witnessing God Almighty even risking their lives and standing there as a witness for the cause of the cross you know all these were seen by those early believers and they also seen signs and wonders taking place in the ministry of the apostles you know these are the witnessing things uh, by the early church they were just seeing all this happening with their own eyes no one asked them to give no one asked them to sell their property and bring the proceeds to the feet of the apostles no one really asked them or no one asked them to you know remove their jewelry and put them in the offering box no one talked about those things but things were happening in the early church you know because they were seeing all these things in their you know with their own eyes the moment the believers saw the move of the Holy Spirit the powerful word of God being preached moment they are seeing the people disciples risking their lives to God Almighty moment they see signs and wonders and the lame man getting up and walking the blinds are seeing and miracles everywhere the demons are cast out miracles everywhere they started pouring into the treasury of the church you know it is good to preach about tithing you know some of the churches if you go they always preach about tithing they always say that you need to give to God you need to give to God it is good about preaching tithing it is good about you know telling them we need more than tithing you need to give offerings and tell them uh, you know do all these things you know even then, then then somebody will say that you know it's a Old Testament law it is only for the Old Testament you know the tithing is talked about it is not for the New Testament and the preacher will take some you know quotation from the New Testament and say that yes it is also for the New Testament thing we need to give tithing it is good to set rules saying that the church members should tithe should give tithe it is good to do that but more than that you know people are willing to give to the work of God when they see what they saw in the early church you know we don't need to tell anything about giving when they see things happening in the church they will start giving you know I think it's important for our church too you know when they see all these four and five things happening in our church they will start giving to the ministry we don't need to ask anything about it they need to see all these things they need to see the mighty move of the Holy Spirit in the church they need to see people getting added to the church they need to see the word of God is being preached powerfully they want to see that they want to see the miracle working of power miracle working power of God being displayed in the church they want to see that you know they want to see people are getting added and they are sharing everything in common they have love you know uh, for one another and they are growing together when people see all these things they will just want they want to give it to the work of God because they know for sure God's kingdom is being established so I think that was the motivation of the early church to give to God so early church was a giving church you know, I have seen in some of the ministries the ministers of God they will you know after a little exhortation about giving to God you know they will people lead people into, into a time of prayer and they ask them to make commitment to God they will say that how many of you want to give thousand dollars to God and I have seen people standing there hundred and two hundred people standing there they just want to give thousand dollars to the work of God you know what really motivates them to give I don't think it is the preaching or I don't think it is the 
convincing words of the preacher but I think people are seeing things happening in the ministries people are seeing you know children of God are getting saved in those ministries I think people are seeing healing taking place in those crusades and ministries that's where people want to give to God you know it is very hard how much ever you try to preach those who are not giving they will never give they are not going to change their mind it is not easy but the moment they see things happening moment they see the spirit of God is at work they will start giving and that's what is really going on in the early church secondly early church was a revelation got a revelation from God <laughs> first of all we saw the early church was a giving church because they have seen the work of God in the early church secondly for the early church giving was a revelation from God now look, let's look at some of the aspects of giving in chapter 5 we all know that we read a story of Ananias and Sapphira about their giving Ananias and Sapphira they also gave to the work of God let's read from Acts chapter 5 verse 1 to probably 1 to 5 Acts chapter 5 but a certain man named Ananias with Sapphira his wife sold a possession and he took back part of the proceeds his wife also being aware of it and brought a certain part and laid it at the apostles feet but Peter said Ananias why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and keep back part of the price of the land for yourself well it remained was it not yours your own and after it was sold was it not in your own control why have you conceived this thing in your heart you have not lied to men but to God and what of God says in chapter in verse 5 and then Ananias hearing these words fell down and breathed his last so great fear came upon all those who heard these things and if you continue to read the same thing was happening to Sapphira his wife too you know my question here is in chapter 4 verse 36 and 37 we read Barnabas who sold all his possession and he brought it to the feet of the apostles and nothing happened to him he's alright he continued his ministry but in chapter 5 when we read Ananias and Sapphira they did the same thing as Barnabas and they brought their possession to the feet of the apostles but they are giving their lives here at the feet of the apostles it has become a, more than giving it become a more sacrifice more sacrifice Ananias died and Sapphira died and what was the difference you know I realized the things of God need to be handled with care things of God need to be handled with care you now before we talk about the revelation what they had let's talk about a little bit about the from the word of God if we can recollect your memory you know things of God need to be handled with care in the Old Testament if you remember Uzzah died by touching the Ark of the Covenant 
Many carried the Ark of the Covenant and you know there were certain procedures were given how they need to carry the Ark of the Covenant. They carried the Ark of the Covenant and Uzzah as it was about to fall, Uzzah went and helped and he touched the Ark of the Covenant and we see the word of God says he was just struck to death immediately in that moment. Things of God need to be handled with care. When Saul, he was, even though he was not a priest, he had a kingly call, he was a king but he just went into the priestly office and he started sacrificing and we see Samuel coming into the picture and cursing not just only Saul the entire family the rich young ruler when he came to Jesus thought that he is following the commandment of God but when Jesus spoke to him to go and sell all his possession and give it to the poor then only he can inherit the eternal life word of God says he went sorrowfully he never turned back you know God was performing miracles with the hands of Paul that was seen by the seven sons of Sceva the Jewish high priest and they were trying to practice the same thing what Paul was doing and they cast trying to, they were trying to cast out the demon in the name of Jesus and we know the effect of it the spirit the evil spirit took overpowered uh, the, the, these sons of Skeva and they just even they have to run away for their lives you know God's things need to be handled with very care with carefully here we see Ananias and Sapphira taking things easy and they are just bringing the part of the proceedings to the Lord to the feet of God and we see the judgment coming upon them Barnabas whereas he sold the property and he gave to God but Ananias and Sapphira they also gave it to God but they were judged and I'm sure like the other believers both Ananias and Sapphira they were motivated by the power of God seen in the ministry of the apostles it was the same motivation there was a great revelation about giving at the time in the church what was the revelation you need to sell the property and bring the proceeds to the feet of the apostles you know that was the revelation which was given to the church at that time selling the property and bringing the entire amount to the apostles feet not keeping anything for their own you know that was the revelation we see that as we read through the scriptures repeat that again selling the property and bringing the entire amount to the work of God that was the revelation given to the church at that time and they were obeying and it was the same revelation given to Ananias and Sapphira it was the same revelation you know but how do we know that because Peter says here he says it was Satan who entered into his mind and suggested him to keep a part himself it was the work of the enemy heart to heart Ananias and Sapphira they wanted to give the entire thing because they got the revelation from God and they wanted to give the entire thing to God and it is a work of the enemy as they given room to Satan for Satan to enter into their mind the Satan entered into their mind and took them away from the revelation of God even today 
it is the work of satan to blind our eyes to the revelation of god you know revelation of god is given to the church the same way it is given to somebody else it is the same way it is given to everybody but it is the work of the enemy and as children of god you know we need to keep ourselves away from that what was the revelation given to them the revelation is sell the property and bring the entire amount to the work of god that was the revelation and satan entered into their lives and told you know don't give the entire amount you need to leave continue to live on this earth keep something you know in, in your side don't give the entire amount and they just listened to uh, the, the work of the, the, the voice of satan and we see a two-step failure in the life of Ananias and Sapphira. I think that's a lesson for me and you today. First, they did not obey to the revelation what they received. To bring everything, the value, the complete 100% value, the worth of the property. And secondly, to cover that up, you know, they said they sold only for so much. They lied to the Holy Spirit. A two-step failure. First of all, they failed to obey to the revelation what God showed to them. And secondly, in order to cover that up, you know, they are just lying to the Holy Spirit. And we see clearly that's the destruction. That's why the judgment came upon them. You know, until the truth is not revealed to us, God can forgive our ignorance. Until a truth is not revealed to us, God can forgive our ignorance. But once God reveals a truth to us, he expects us to follow. You know, that is the danger of preaching the word of God. You know, that is the danger also of listening to the word of God. You know, until we get the revelation, it is fine. Until we know that, you know, we need to receive the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Until we know that we need to be baptized. Until we know that we need to give the tithe to the church, to the offering to the church. It is fine. But the moment we come to know that, God expects us to obey. Ananias and Sapphira, you know, even though they knew that they need to bring the tithe and offering to the, God, to, the, to the church, they were not just obeying, even though they got the revelation. You know, there are not, not, not many people are blessed today. They don't see the blessing of God in their lives because they don't obey to the revelation that God has given to them. But God expects us to obey to the revelation God has given. You know, that is the reason, you know, when we talk about the tithe and offering in the churches, you know, that revelation should become true in their lives for them to give to the work of God. Once we know the truth, once God brings the truth from the word of God and make it clear to our eyes, we need to obey no matter what it is. And disobedience there is, you know, subjecting ourselves to the judgment of God. And Ananias and Sapphira's, they got the revelation of giving their entire possession, but they failed as they decided to keep a part for themselves. It is important today to give to the work of God. You know, when we talk about giving to some of us, you know, to somebody, you know, they will, we know that they got the revelation, but then they are not willing to give the due to the work of God. Because people say sometimes, all that I earn in my life is my hard effort. Why should I give it to God? 
they say you know god is not after my money it is you god is not after my money it is a church that is after my money but that's not true you know church needs money to the work of god they also say i cannot afford to lose even a single penny and some of us say some you know when we talk people they say i live or i work to live how can you expect my, my you know how can you expect from me to lose one tenth of my salary it's not possible you know the, the revelation of god either it's not clear to them or they are not obeying to the revelation that god is giving to their lives and god expects us to obey i'm not really talking about just the money in all other aspects whatever things we know that it is it is the truth god expects us to obey giving is a revelation from god there are three pastors they were talking about how they get paid from the offering money they receive every day or every sunday one said i draw a circle on the floor at the end of the service i collect all the offerings i throw all the offering up and whatever is falling within the circle i take it for myself the second pastor came i also do a circle i also draw a circle and i throw the entire amount up and i won't take what is falling inside but i will take all the money that is falling outside the circle the third pastor came he said i do obey to the word of god i to draw a circle on the floor i throw the entire money up whatever god wants he will take it and the remaining will fall i will take all the money that falls on the ground you know that's how people look at the giving to god you know giving is a revelation of course the revelation in their mind can come by reading the word of god it can come in their lives by teaching the word of god but revelation is a giving and early church got this revelation of giving to the word of god thirdly giving they knew for sure giving increases their bank balance in heaven giving increases their bank balance in heaven you know i'm really against if someone really preaches the prosperity gospel of today's and says that if you give $1000 god will multiply it and give you $2000 i have experienced that and i encourage you to give and money will be multiplied and i cannot agree to it i cannot go with that because word of god doesn't say that you know i also want the church you need to want the church about this prosperity gospel and i'm sure every church are doing this but in the same time i also believe god blessing us when we give it to god it is his nature to bless us even if we don't give still he blesses we hear some of the testimony they come forward and testify saying that i don't really give it to god i don't really worry about you know work of god still i am blessed so blessing is the nature of god we cannot stop him from blessing us and we cannot bribe him also to bless us we cannot stop god from blessing us we cannot bribe god by our giving to bless us Anyway, we will not talk about that today. But today, I am going to say that our giving to God's work increases our bank balance in heaven. 
let's go a little further into it you may ask me how do I do that I know that because scripture says so I know for sure because scripture very clearly says your bank balance in heaven need to be increased and how it can increase by giving to the work of God the early church they knew this truth very well that's the reason they were giving to the work of God and I'm sure when they sold all their properties and gave them full hundred percentage to the God to, to, to the work of God they did not have an expectation to multiply you know their property or multiply their possession by giving it to God I don't think that was the motivation behind if they would have thought that you know they need to multiply their amount they with that money of selling that possession they would have went into stock market and bought stocks they would not have brought everything to the feet of the pastors they knew very well that that money is not theirs it's not going to they are not going to get this back again it is just given once given it is given to God they, they are not they don't have any ownership any say on that but they expected to store treasure in heaven they knew that the money they give to the work of God it just goes away from their hand but then they are not losing anything because they are storing treasure in heaven they sold their properties and put the money in the heavenly bank instead of the earthly bank by giving it to the work of God shall we just read the scriptures let's turn our Bibles to Philippians here we see the generosity of giving of the church in Philippi Philippians uh, chapter 4 verse 15 to 19 <coughs> Philippians chapter 4 verses 15 to 19 here word of God says now you Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel when I departed from Macedonia Paul is writing this no church shared with me concerning giving and receiving but you only Paul is saying when I was traveling all these ways no other church gave me anything except you he is just encouraging and appreciating the giving of the church in Philippi verse 16 says for even the Thessalonica you sent aid once and again for my necessities I was in Thessalonica you send giving you send offering to me not that I seek the gift but I seek the fruit that abounds to your account did you listen to that not that you know I seek for a gift from you but I seek the fruit of your giving that abounds to your account verse 18 indeed I have all and abound I am full having received from Epaphroditus the things sent from you a sweet smelling aroma an acceptable sacrifice well pleasing to God in some of the other versions NIV says KJV says new KJV says the fruit that abounds to your account NIV says I desire is that more be credited to your account more be credited it's all transaction terms you know it's all banking terms NLT says I want you to receive a reward for your kindness amplified version says the fruit which increases to you to your credit the harvest of blessing that is accumulating to your account 
good news says i want to see profit added to your account you know that's where i see the prosperity that is the prosperity gospel that we need to preach about how can we add treasure how can we add profit to our account the word of god is clear our giving increases our bank balance in heaven the early church was well aware of this truth of giving you know they were generously they were giving generously to the work of god they supported the ministry they met all the needs of these apostles that they gave the apostles knowing that God is accumulating the harvest of blessing in their or to their account you know today our tithes and offerings help us to run this ministry you know people who walk into this place they listen to the word of God and they turn their lives towards God God adds a credit for your giving into the bank in heaven you know we bought this for example we bought this uh, power speaker which we want to carry it to the berkeley as debbie sings there someone an elderly woman sitting at the corner she's just you know getting connected to god you know through the songs as you know she gets connected to god she's just talking to god and god is blessing her and she's back in her life after quite a few years she's now coming back to the life and then you know he she's getting you know herself touched or connected to the life you know giving flow of god almighty god is happy about it he adds something in your account as you give you know when you know when we seed when we send our seeds our offerings to the mission field churches are being built there you know ministers are established there pastors are able to you know work in the field of god there is someone an non christian who walks into the church he listens to such a word of god and he gives his life to god god adds profit to our account we are prosperous because we get the profit added to our account every time when we give it to god we get a profit added to account our account you know god is working in our lives he's making us you know more and more prosperous it is mostly it's not you know those who are standing in the front it is mostly the people who are sitting in the behind people who are in you know, a hidden always he people who are support this ministry you know in many many other ways and the other day one of the prayer conference members they said not to tell their name they support i not even discuss with the board yet, but then they sent an offering to the church hapm um it's around 1735 dollars they just sent us an offering to the church why they have not seen us i we have not seen them they have just heard our voice to god you know uh, through the word of god uh, through the conference but the family is blessed they sent the seed why they know their treasure is in heaven profit is getting added to the you know uh, to their account in heaven you know it is an external blessings that which cannot be obtained by any other means if you can invest in the stock market we get the return we are blessed in this earth but this is something eternal and there is no other means of getting this blessing other than giving it to god the early church they knew that they need to give it to god because they are storing treasure in their eternal banks you know god wants to bless our families 
you know some of the scriptures I love regarding giving and blessing that we receive from God in Proverbs chapter 3 verse 9 to 10 you can just note it down I'll read it for you Proverbs chapter 3 verse 9 to 10 honor Jehovah with your substance and with the fruits first fruits of all your increase and your bonds shall be filled with plenty and your presses shall burst with new wine as I said blessing is God's nature the more we give God blesses more on this earth but whether we receive blessing or not we are not after that but we know for sure profit is added to our account 2nd Corinthians 9 7 says so let each one give as he purposes in his heart not grudgingly or of necessity for God loves a cheerful giver God expects us to give to God more and more to God I'm really thanking God because our church is a giving church Luke chapter 6 verse 38 give and it will be given to you good measure pressed down shaken together and running over will be put into your bosom for with the same measure that you use it will be measured it will be measured back to you Psalm 37 25 I have been young and now I am old yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken or his descendants begging bread you know God blesses everyone those who give it to God Matthew 6 31 to 32 Jesus said do not worry then saying what shall we eat what shall we drink what shall we wear for clothing for the Gentiles eagerly seek all these things for your heavenly father knows that you need all these things as we give it to God God takes care of us in Malachi chapter 3 verse 8 says Malachi chapter 3 verse 8 will a man rob God yet you have robbed me by you say but you say in what way we have robbed you in tithes and offerings we don't want to rob God without giving tithes and offerings Malachi chapter 3 verse 10 says bring all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be food in my house and try me now in this says the Lord of the Lord of hosts if I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you such a blessing that there will be no room there will not be room enough to receive it to hold it you know God is offering such a blessings to the givers in Genesis 26 12 then Isaac sowed in that land and reaped in the same year a hundredfold and the Lord blessed him Isaac sowed he was just ready to sow you know, those who are willing to sow in the work of God you know God is blessing the early church was a giving church no one asked them to give they got the revelation of giving and they knew for sure giving increases their bank balance in heaven on a deathbed <coughs> a wealthy a stingy man called his wife and he said I don't want to leave my money behind on this earth I want to take everything with me and she knew very well that he's about to die and he said she said and he also he also asked her to promise just promise me that you will put all the money in the coffin when I die and she had so much of love for him 
and she promised that I would do it. After the man died and this widow went for the memorial service with another friend and the undertakers there they just kept the coffin or the casket open there and this widow she took a shoebox and she put that shoebox inside the coffin. Her friend got horrified. She was just worried. And she said, just tell me you didn't put the entire money in that coffin. Just make sure that you are not putting that money inside. And this woman, grievingly, she said, well, I promised him that I would do it. And she said, so he got all the money, collected all the money in his possession. I deposited all the money in the bank and they wrote a check and they put that in the shoebox and I put the entire money in the coffin. If he still he wants money, let him go and encash it. You know, that's the kind of expectation of people on this earth to bring everything when they die because they don't know how to make treasure in heaven. I would say we need to preach about that thing. Don't you feel so? We need to teach about offerings to our people, how to give it to God. It is not wrong teaching about tithing and offering. It is the word of God. By doing it, we will show our people how to store treasure in heaven. And today as we listen to these words, if God is still talking to us, may not be about giving. Some of the revelation God has given in our lives, God may expect us to obey. And this is the time that we tell through the Lord in response, Lord, I will obey to your voice. I will obey. Lord, our church want to be like want to be like an early church, Lord. Giving to the work of God. Giving to the work of God. The early church were giving. Nobody asked them to give. It was a spontaneous giving to the work of God. God gave them revelation. It was not a teaching driven giving. It was a revelation driven giving by the early church. God increased their bank balance in heaven. It was an eternal giving. Today God wants us to give. Our church to give. In the same way. 